Welcome to the Positive Sports Podcast. I will be your host this morning, Ed Montana. My co-host alongside me today, my brother, Alex. Alex, how you doing, buddy? Dad? <laughs> Dad? So, so, just a little behind the fourth wall, right? <clears throat> we have a TV here in my office slash studio slash home. Um, and the Tour de France is playing. And Alex is not, not a not a cycling aficionado, mm. and a guy almost fell, or they were showing a guy that fell or something yeah. like that. And Alex says, "Oh, what's the worst injury ever in Tour de France? Right? What's the worst injury ever that that happened?" In to which I responded, <laughs> "Death, <laughs> dislocated." Brain. <laughs> That's crazy. Now, who who would have thought that that would be like the worst injury? I mean, that you can't come back from. No, at a no, Tour de France, there are some guys that have injuries that they don't come back from, and there are some guys that have injuries that they just don't come back. I have a feeling that's an overreaction. <laughs> that's, not, <laughs> that's a bit much, don't you think? I mean, these guys are these guys are insane. I mean, they go, you know, they climb up these ridiculously steep mountains, and then they get on the other side and go downhill 40, 45 miles an hour, and sometimes it's raining or whatever. They don't give a shit. There they are in their freaking spandex <laughs> flying down this goddamn mountain. <clears throat> yeah, that is. <clears throat> Fuck that. There was one the other day. He was, uh, they were on a descent, and uh, it was, it was, it had been raining before that. So on those roads, those French roads, you know, they're not great. So <clears throat> when it rains a little, you know, the oil that cars drop kind of comes to the top. So it becomes super slick. And this guy on a turn was being, and, and the announcer said, man, they're being awfully aggressive coming down this mountain. And he... On a turn, his bike started fishtailing, and he went face first into a street sign. The bike broke in half. He, I mean, he, you know, usually they're like tucked down. Right. He sat up as he's trying to get the damn thing back on the road, but it wasn't. I mean, he beelined straight into a, a, a street sign, you know, a stop sign or some shit, or a speed, speed limit sign mm -hmm. or something. His face smack into the sign. The bike broke in half. You know what he did? He got a new bike and got back on it. <laughs> finished, finished the day. These guys are crazy tough. Fuck. Sounds like a pretty dangerous... I'm not going to say it's a sport. Event? Sounds like a dangerous event. Why wouldn't it be a sport? I don't consider cycling a sport. I mean, just... I don't know. Why not? Because, I mean, you're just sitting there pedaling and, you know. Do you consider golf a sport? No. Bowling? No. Tennis? No. no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of moving going on, you know. There's stamina involved. and. <laughs> I've, always, I've always said that the difference between a sport and whatever else you want to call it, event, uh, competition, whatever, in a sport... You you can directly influence what mm -hmm. your opponent is doing, right. right? So, golf is not a sport because I can hit a hole in one, 
and then you can turn around and do the same thing, and it has it makes no difference, right? Right. Um, cycling is not a sport because I can ride my bike really fast, and you you know it it won't stop you from riding your bike right, really fast. Right. Um, what else? Bowling. I can bowl a three hundred. You can bowl a three hundred. Same game. We end up tied, right? Yeah. So. What I do doesn't directly influence. Whereas tennis, you know, I hit a ball that you can't reach. Well, so I you know, agree with me? I yeah, I guess I do. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up! I just that's wanted, a that's a first. I just wanted to give you my theory on sport, not sport. No, that's that's a that's a. I think that's a very good theory. That's why I I, I said what I said. You don't think cycling is a sport? That's right. What is a sport is football. Oh, and we finally, finally kicked off the football season. It, it was a week later than usual, right? Am I right about that, or, or am I wrong? Uh, no, I think it started on time. I felt like it was a week later. I don't know why. Maybe because it's already been. the 15th, right? Might have been. But anyway, so normally we do overreaction Monday after the first week of the season. That's right. We had a lot of stuff going on yesterday, plus two Monday night games. So we couldn't do the podcast yesterday, so we decided to do it today. So it's overreaction Tuesday today, or overreaction of week one. Yeah, so there you go. give me your first overreaction. The Washington football team is going to win the Super Bowl. I mean, they're one and zero. Oh, they're the only undefeated team in the fucking NFC East. I mean, they've got the NFC East by the balls right now. Yeah, they're, no, they're going with no to, name. They're with no name. Maybe that's the what's no been name. holding them down the last few years is the name. Possibly the no name. Super Bowl champions. <clears throat> I, what, what are they going to... like? Yeah, how's that going to look on the Miss Lombardi trophy? Yeah, seriously. Not that they actually put the names on the trophy, but... Now, yeah. you had an interesting comment about that game. The Eagles mm-hmm. had a big lead. Tell me what you told me yesterday about that game. From Compared to last year. Yeah, the Redskins had a 17-point lead on the, on the Eagles in week one. Yeah. And the Eagles came back and won. That... And if I'm not mistaken, the score was similar. Either 21-17 or 24-17. That's, that's incredible. And it, it, it <clears throat> What happened. are the odds, right, of yeah. that happening? Yeah. So The Eagles have to be feeling like crap. Because, look, you, you start off the season against the Washington football team, you're thinking you're starting the season 1-0, right? I mean, we did. Right. Kind of like the Bills. The Bills saw the Jets on the schedule. They <sighs> said, we're going to start the season 1-0. And they did. And they did. The Colts saw the Jacksonville Jaguars on the schedule for yes. week 1. They thought they were going to start the season 1-0. And they did not. Yes. I, no, I, they did not. They did not. They did not. It did not happen. I know. It did not happen for them. I'll tell you what's not an overreaction is fucking Chase Young. That kid is a fucking... I mean, he was a beast before we knew it, but I mean, now that he's in an NFL professional uniform on, and he looks like the holy real deal. shit. I mean, he looked pretty. He's, that guy is fucking huge, man. I mean, we knew that coming out of college, right? You, you always, you, you know, you've got the guys that coming out of college you think are gonna be that way, right? right? But you always have a little bit of doubt, right? The game is faster, yeah. and blah blah blah, and you have guys that kind of don't quite pan out that way, right? But this guy... Yeah, they look good. Looks, I mean, looks every bit of the part. What was your overreaction? Well, it's obvious that Tom Brady's a piece of shit quarterback, and the only reason he won any Super Bowls is because of Bill Belichick. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't yeah. agree more. 
he threw a pick six um, and lost the game against New Orleans. And, uh, you know, the Patriots look pretty good against the uh, Miami Dolphins. So, obviously, Tom Brady is caca. And uh, Bill Belichick's a genius. Yeah. I mean, isn't that what we're... Isn't that what everyone was talking about the minute Tom Brady signed with Tampa Bay? Isn't that what everyone wants to do with this? Is every And I promise you, every week is going to be the same thing. Next week... Cam Newton's going to look like crap, and they're going to lose, and people are going to be like, oh, Tom Brady wouldn't have looked that bad. So I guess Bill Belichick isn't that great of a coach. And next week, Tom Brady's going to throw four touchdown passes with no interceptions at a 75% completion rate, and they're going to win by by you know, by know 14, and everyone's going to be like, yeah, see, Tom Brady was the one that it, those Super Bowls wouldn't have happened without Tom Brady. That's what people want to do with this. I think it's bullshit, but that's what people want to do with it, and you know, uh, I'm going to feed into it. I'll be honest with you, I thought I would hear that, because I agree with you, I, people, I mean, heck, I, I would probably even do it too at some point this season, but I haven't heard that yet. Like, I, 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 I've, I've watched a bit of TV here the past few days, and I, have, I really haven't heard that yet, which is, I find it kind of odd. Yeah. So, um, but I'm sure, I'm sure we'll hear it a little bit down the road. Uh, I'm not going to overreact on Cam Newton and, and the Patriots just yet. Uh, well, I'll tell you what, it's not, it's not an overreaction on my part. I, right. I can say it. The Patriots are going to be good with Cam Newton because I said it before the season started. People were like, oh, the Patriots are done now because they don't have a quarterback. Uh-uh. I think Cam Newton is, I think Cam Newton's a good quarterback. I think Bill Belichick's a great coach. I think together they can make things happen. And did I pick the Patriots to win the East? No, I picked the Bills, but I picked the Patriots as a wild card. And look, I think that I think the Patriots are gonna be uh, the real deal. You know, are they gonna be a Super Bowl contender? Eh, maybe, maybe not. It's tough to say, especially in the AFC when you have to go through Baltimore and Kansas City. But the Patriots are not gonna be, you know, four and twelve. No, no, absolutely not. But I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna overreact on, because I, I don't know if Cam Newton can stay healthy for the whole season. So we'll, we'll see what happens. It's a long season. It's, it's, yeah. it's, you know. No, I agree with that. This is probably like the worst time. Like I hate being on Twitter after like the first week. It's so toxic because you have like just people saying like the craziest shit, and you know. Writing teams off or saying this team's gonna, you know, go to the Super Bowl or whatever, and I, I, I don't like it. You mean like saying that the Washington football team's gonna win the Super Bowl? <clears throat> well, obviously that's an overreaction. I'm just, you know. <laughs> what other overreactions do we have? Uh, 49ers lost. Are you overreacting on that? I didn't think that you. I don't think I had them making the playoffs. You don't. You have them making the playoffs. I do. You do. You got three teams out of the... See, I'm not overreacting on the 49ers losing. Because I think that's a better division than maybe what most think. I think the Cardinals are, are improved. Obviously, the Rams. It's I think it's just a tough division. You, you got Seattle in there, too. All those teams won except the, except the fucking 49ers. Yeah, you know, it, it's... One of the things that's kind of weird about this last week is... You know, we saw some things that kind of make you go, yeah, it's the same old, same old, right? The Cowboys, I think, are 
you know, the team to beat in the NFC East. And, you know, they played like... They played, they played like the team that I described a couple years ago where they're going to win one, lose one, win one, lose one, win one, no. lose one. That's what they played like. And Mike McCarthy, with the bonehead decision to not kick the field goal to tie the game, it's like... I'm telling you, he's cross-eyed, bro. Look at him. Pull up a picture of Mike McCarthy. I swear he's cross-eyed. What does that have to do with anything? He doesn't know what the fuck he's looking at. You think that's the way that cross-eyed thing works? No. Okay. I don't. But in his case... <laughs> yeah, he's special. Uh, yeah, I, that was a boneheaded thing. Uh, what else? The Texans and the Chiefs opened up the season on Thursday night. Again, no surprise there. The Texans are going to be that that Texans team was the worst ten and six team we're going to see this season. Twitter was overreacting with the David Johnson shit, was it not? <laughs> I mean, come on, the guy he looked really good at uh, in the first quarter or the first drive or whatever the fuck it was, scored a touchdown. And oh my God, they won the fucking D-Hop uh, trade. Well, to be fair, up until that point, DeAndre Hopkins hadn't done anything. So True. Good point. You know, good point. Got to give, got to give the Texans credit on that trade right there. Yeah, like, like I think, right, like to, to your what you were saying, some things don't change. The Jets looked fucking horrible. The Lions, did you the see Jet, how the, the Jets need to go back <clears throat> into quarantine? <laughs> and not come back out. Yeah, they they need to they they need like a spread of coronavirus so that they could just forfeit all of their games. They need some mono. Yeah, because <laughs> ain't nobody want to watch that. That's uh again, you know, that doesn't change the Lions. You see how the Lions lost? Oh my I mean, goodness. DeAndre Swift. I mean, Stafford who I thought by the way, correction I need to be corrected. I thought he opted out. I thought so too because his wife was was sick. His wife, yeah. I thought he opted out. So my bad on that. But but he's back, right? He's back. Yeah. I mean, he couldn't have thrown DeAndre Swift a more perfect pass. He's looking at the ball, just dropped it in the end zone, and the Bears came away with the win. Uh, Who else? Um, Let's see. By the way, A. Rod looked fucking great. Aaron Rodgers looked fucking great. He did. He looked pretty good. I'm, I'm, I'm. Okay, it's a long okay, season. Let's okay. not overreact. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now I was surprised at that result. Number one, I was surprised at the such high scoring, and they pretty much dominated that game from the beginning. Yeah, I mean the score was the difference ended up being nine at the end, but that game it felt like the Packers were yeah. in full control. We're gonna win that game from the jump. And Kirk that, Cousins didn't look great. No, but see, but that game right there is a good, uh, a good game to overreact on. Like I don't think the Vikings are that bad. You don't think they're gonna go on sixteen? If I had to put a penny on it, no. <laughs> I wonder what the odds are on that. On what? On them For, going on sixteen. On them, oh, there's probably no odds. Yeah, probably not. <clears throat> now on the Browns, uh, it's th- nothing changes there, right? The Browns look uh, flat as can be. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, they played a good fucking team, but but yeah, still, but, but six here, points. Here's 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 what I don't understand. <clears throat> You've been working all off season, right? You your game plan your game plan for game one, mm. offensively speaking. It's probably the best game plan you could possibly make, right? Because 
you've had time to prepare, you've practiced it, there's no rush, there's no, you know, injuries are, are to a minimum. So I don't understand teams that absolutely cannot move the ball on mm-hmm. offense. Right. The first week of the season. And and the Browns looked awful, you I'm, know. I mean, I mean, look, I'm not... Six points. Yeah. I'm not saying the Browns are going to, you know, make the playoffs. I hope I didn't say that. <clears throat> yeah, I did not say that. The, I, you know, I'm not saying the Browns are going to make the playoffs and um, they're going to fucking put up, you know, average 30 points a game. But you got Jarvis Landry and Odell Beckham on on, on each side of the, of the of the field. Like, right. you sh- one of them has to be open. They're not. They're both not going to be double teamed. Yeah, I, I, like, don't, I don't understand it. I so, don't understand it at all. And, and, and the other thing too, right, is... They've got a bit of a running game, right? They have running backs. So, where is the breakdown in that team? Is it's, it is it the offensive line? Is it the coaching? I mean, it's that's what I was gonna say. It's or either, is it Baker Mayfield? It's got to be the coaching and the fucking play calling, I mean, or just, or Baker. I mean, Baker Mayfield, twenty one of thirty nine for one hundred and eighty nine yards, a touchdown, and interception. Yeah, that's not gonna cut it, man. No, that's that's just not gonna cut it. And they've got Kareem Hunt, they've got Nick Chubb. They ran for 150 yards, 138 yards. You know, they've got some offense, but they so it's got to be the offensive line. I don't, I, I, you know, it's just it's a mess. It's absolutely a mess. And Lamar Jackson had a uh, stellar game. Lamar yeah. Jackson looks. Lamar Jackson looks better and better every time out, I swear. 20 of 25 for 275 yards and three touchdowns. No interceptions. That's a pretty good day. That's a pretty efficient day right there. Yeah. 80% completion rate. Now, you know what I... Well, you know... you Actually, here's my, my real overreaction. Did you see the linebacker from the Lions, Jamie Collins, get thrown out for... Headbutting or no, not headbutting. Take that back. For uh, coming into contact with the, with the referee. No. So Jamie Collins got called for a foul, right, or a penalty or whatever. Uh huh. He goes up to the ref. He's kind of showing him what he was, what how, what he was doing in the right. play. And I get, and I I didn't see the play, but he he kind of bends down like that, right? Lowers his head a little bit. And to me, so as he's coming up, he makes contact with the referee. The rule is the rule. I understand. But, but, if we look at that replay again with the referee, it kind of looks like the fucking referee. Number one, he barely fucking touches him. Okay? And it looks almost like the referee doesn't, not that he lunges forward, but... He he raises his arm to initiate the contact with the linebacker. I thought that was a soft ass play or call, yeah. and you know, <clears throat> it's just it's look, the way, man, look the way the way you describe bro, 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 bro. I understand the rules are the rules. That's fucking fine, but it's there was no intent there from the fucking. It's no different than the fucking tennis play. Come on, man, that's fucking bullshit. That's a weak Alex, ass call, man. Alex, I understand go, it. The you, rule's you the rule. Down, I understand. You go down a very slippery slope if you try to officiate yeah, or, or make calls based on intent. 
Yeah, but yeah, nah. I mean, the, it, it was pretty weak. Just like the Djokovic. Uh, he almost killed that lady. Eh, fuck that, man. <laughs> that's that's bullshit, bro. He almost killed her. Nah. We almost had death against an official. <laughs> yeah. Man. I mean, I just I don't know. It just it it to me the linebacker didn't you know pick up his head into the referee. He was really showing him what he was doing. And then the ref kind of lifted his arm, and as he lifted his arm and the linebacker was coming up, that's when contact. So that, I mean, it's, you got to see it. I, th- I think it's pretty, I think it was pretty weak, if, <sighs> if you ask me. But whatever. Yeah, I know. Look, there's some calls that are weaker than others, and some are, you know, some are absolutely, uh, some are absolutely correct, and some are not. Uh, some are very easy, and some are not. But at the end of the day, I guess we can overreact on some fucking offensive pass interference too. Like the one on the Cowboys, that seemed oh, a little upset. I mean, <clears throat> Jalen Ramsey with his best soccer player impersonation. Yeah, someone said he looked like uh, Kyle Lowry. Yeah. Well, what he, yeah, he looked like Neymar. I mean, that was <laughs> that was first first rate acting. Okay, so here's we're watching the video of the uh, Lions. So see. So they'll show it from a different. They'll yeah. show it from a different angle. No, when when you watch, look at his arm. Well, he already hit him at that point. I don't know. No, 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 no. I don't know, Alex. You're right here. This angle. You're you're wrong, Alex. No, no. He hits him before he even lifts his arm. He I don't know. The ref actually. I feel. I feel like the referee pops his belly out, and that's what <laughs> I mean. That was. Yeah, uh, it's eh, it's no, that's kind of it's kind of weak, man. No, no, no. To me, he, in my opinion, no, it's weak. He, look, your opinion is dead wrong on that. It can't be. It's an opinion. Yeah, so. it's you're dead wrong. On. My your opinion, my opinion is never wrong. Your opinion is also that one plus one is three, which is why you failed math because you were wrong. Well, this has nothing to do with fucking math. <laughs> I mean, my fucking eyes are looking at something. Yeah, no, it, that that's a to me that one's easy. That one's, that one's as easy as the Jokovic one. Because Jokovic almost gave that woman death. Yeah. Death! Uh, let's see, what else? Um, <clears throat> how long before Tua starts in Miami? I mean, it's got to be two or three weeks, right? Yeah. I mean, it, it, it can't be too much longer. Oh, you know who looked good, I thought, um, on the weekend? The uh, the Raiders, yeah, the Raiders looked good. That game, you know, they only won by four, and it was against the Panthers. So I think people are kind of poo pooing it as whatever. But remember, it's tough for those West Coast teams to play the early game on the East Coast. Yeah. So to me, that thirty four thirty win looks looks pretty darn good. Offensively, they look good. Teddy Bridgewater looked good for Carolina. Yeah. They were going. Um, they were going back and forth. In yeah, that, it, game. that was a good game uh, all, all the way around. Um, Christian McCaffrey does what Christian McCaffrey does, right? Gets a bunch of yards, catches, running the ball, does it all. So, <clears throat> you know, that's that's the way that goes. So that that was a good game. I think um, I think the season looks bright for the Raiders. I really do. They, they look they look like they're the real deal. Um, Whoa. Look, they, they Whoa! Overreaction no, Monday. No, no, no. I, I'm not saying they're gonna win the West, but they look like the real deal. They look like the kind of team that's gonna. That's you didn't gonna, even have them in the playoffs. I didn't. No. 
But that's only because I thought <laughs> that's only because I thought the Colts were going to be good. They are. It's just you know it's you know. Apparently not. They're on track to go 0-16. KOD, baby. Oh, my goodness. Did you kill them with that? I killed them. I killed Marlon Mack, who's the done for the season. That's huge for them. <laughs> they got a decent backup. That's but huge in a bad way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's, 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 obviously it's going to hurt. But uh, that's... And Phillip Rivers look like Phillip Rivers. I mean, his fucking dinosaur arms. He's got these T-Rex arms. God, he fucking sucks. He, yeah, that guy, he's... I, I, I mean, he look. He's not a young guy. No, no. I mean, but even when he was young, he's he was never that good. He wasn't that good. He wasn't that good. Mm. He throws a lot of interceptions. Bro. He does, and he and he <clears throat> and he seems and throw time, at, bad times. Yeah, I was just gonna say he seems to throw him at the most critical times. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so um, I, the Col- So are we overreacting on the Colts? I think I think they're they're. I mean. I don't know. I, there I, could I, be some concern. I, I am concerned. I'm concerned about the, the, the Marlon Mack injury. I think that's a big deal. And the quarterback. And, like, what and, do you do? And, and Rivers, right? But here's the thing. If Rivers doesn't work out two or three weeks into the season, they have a very capable backup, right? Jacoby Brissett is, is a, you know, he did well last year. And he knows, you know, he knows the offense. He's a good quarterback. So... I'm, I'm if, less concerned about the, the quarterback situation than I am the running situation. If that happens, if that happens, that Phillip Rivers gets benched for Brissett. Yeah. If I'm, if, if I'm Brissett, I'm fucking pissed. I want out. Because, I mean, how many, how many years, how many seasons in a row are you going to deny me of this starting job my guess is is if they bring him in if they bring him in it will be his job Philip Rivers will they will either ship him out or he will be a you know a good a good soldier and be a backup you know he'll be he'll be a good dude and carry the clipboard that may be one of those things where they drop him all the way down to third string Right, like they make him the emergency quarterback just to make sure that Jacoby Brissett knows that it's his team and and he goes from there. I he, can't imagine that they go back to Philip Rivers at any point unless be, unless Brissett gets hurt. I think Rivers would make a very good clipboard holder just because he's got the short arms and the, you know he doesn't have to. Extend. I think I would be a very good clipboard holder as well. I would be too. I mean, I mean, no. you, you pay you pay me twenty five million. <clears throat> I'll fucking no, shine cleats. I, dis- I disagree. I don't think you'd be good at it. I would. You, you would not. I don't think there's a job for you in the NFL, Alex. For, tw- for $25 million, I would be... I'll fucking spit shine See, cleats. I would do it for 20 And that's why you're not as good as me. You're not as valuable as me. <laughs> um, what else? The Giants. <clears throat> the Steelers. I could, you know... The Giants are another team that... It kind of looked like more of the same. Daniel Jones looked good at times, made some mistakes. I realize it's the beginning of his second season; those mistakes need to get cleaned up. Um, certainly, if we're talking if we're talking about these kinds of mistakes again next season, at the start of his third season, or even towards the end of this season, we've got a, a problem, right? But I thought there was a critical juncture of that game. The Giants are driving down the field. It was a, what was it, a nine-minute drive or something ridiculous like that. 19 plays. 19 plays. I mean, they were hammering the ball. And 
you know, he rolls out. He's got a Steeler breathing down his neck, and he decides he's going to try to throw it anyway. And my guess is, because of all the people on that side of the field, he was trying to throw it out of the back of the end zone. But they hit his arm. It floated up in the air. It got intercepted. And that was pretty much the game. To me, that that's that's the mistake you can't make at all. You just can't do it. That ball goes to the sideline. Uh, you tuck it and take the two-yard sack, or you just run out of bounds and take a two-yard loss. But you, you don't, you know, that misjudging of the speed of the game, he, he's got to fix that. I mean, that, that you, can't, you can't make that mistake. And at that juncture, it was... It was huge because I really, I really believe that if the Giants score a touchdown there, which the, every indication was that they were going to, the way they were moving the ball and punishing that Steeler defense, they score a touchdown there. I think they win that football game. It was late in the third quarter, right. and and then after that, it just the wheels kind of fell off. Yeah. Um. So uh, there's some bright spots there, right? Um. They were in the game. And the Steelers very much made the commitment to stopping the run. They said, Saquon Barkley is not going to beat us. If you're going to beat us, it's going to be on the arm of Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones couldn't do it. Okay, I understand. No big deal. But there is a positive there that they put that pressure on him to win the game. The Steelers did. And he responded, kept them in the game, made, made the critical mistake at one point. So the Steelers' game plan worked. But at least they were in it for a while. They didn't get their doors blown off. Yeah, I mean, look, I don't think both those interceptions were uh, Daniel Jones' fault. Uh, oh, you know, Dupree, Dupree made Dupree hit his hand. I mean, he, you know, yeah, he probably could have thrown it, you know, t- towards the sideline. But who's to say that Dupree wouldn't have had, you know, hit his arm and the ball would have went the other way, right? And then on the first he interception, and then on the first interception. You know, T.J. Watt made a good play. It looked like he was he was coming all the way, and then he ended up fucking just dropping back. And I mean, he threw a I mean, he threw a right to his to right. his, his his hand. So, you know, Danny Jones played all right. Um, you know, the Giants still have a lot of work to do. And I mean, and yeah. and look, this is it's. I I thought that drive was impressive. Points or no points, obviously. Very impressive. I agree. You know, but against that Steelers defense that gives you a lot yeah. of different looks, has good cornerbacks, uh, T.J. Watt, Bud, Bud Dupree, that's a good defense still. I know. I, that I was, agree with you. That, that's one of the big positives I take from that game was that drive because that, that shows the offensive line is there. Um, and you're right. That Steeler defense is formidable. <clears throat> People aren't going to be putting up 35 and 40 points against the Steelers. So... No. <clears throat> Not this season. I thought there was a lot of positives to take away from that. And then you know, uh, you know, the, the Giants are a really young team. They got a young secondary, yep. so I'm not going to overreact on the Steelers' offense. I think their defense is definitely for real, but their offense, I think, when they play a, a more seasoned team, like mm-hmm. if they have to play the fucking Patriots, I don't think they'll be, you know, I don't think Juju will be getting open like that. Um, but I was happy to see Big Ben back because I really like Big Ben. I think he, uh, you know, he's he's at the the you know he's at the he's in the back nine right now, and so to see him come back from injury, I think it was really good to you know watch him play football again. I'm sure he enjoyed playing football and 
winning the game. So right. good to see him back. <clears throat> I'll tell you what. Uh, what's not an overreaction, and it, it's early, but man, from a distance <clears throat> you can see that a Chiefs Saints Super Bowl would be the bomb. Uh, both of those offenses look great. <clears throat> the Saints. The Saints didn't even use Michael Thomas, who had a hundred and I don't know, hundred and fifteen catches last year. Barely used him. Caught caught three balls mm. on Sunday, and they still put up thirty four points. They look, they look like such a serious contender. And the Chiefs, obviously, you know, they're, they're the odds-on favorite to win the Super Bowl, and they did nothing to make us think otherwise on Thursday night. That offense, I mean, that running back that they got from. From uh, from LSU, Edwards. I mean, oh, looks yeah. like he fits right in. And I mean, yeah. they've got so many weapons all over that field at <clears throat> tight end, at wide receiver, running back, and obviously Patrick Mahomes. That offense looks like it's going to be unstoppable. And you know, as I look through the box score here, Drew Brees didn't even have his best day throwing. Eighteen for thirty, one hundred and sixty yards, two touchdowns. So that's not great to his standards, right? Right. But I, you know, again, I think this is a lot has to do with Sean Payton, man. Sean Payton has a really open playbook. I mean, Taysom Hill threw some passes back there, like they ran wildcat. He caught, like, for all the flack that he gets, and he's getting paid quite a bit of money. I think. Mm-hmm. I mean, he seems to fit. Sean Payton's playbook because it's so open. Like everybody gets touches, you know. And Alvin Kamara looked like he didn't lose a step. I think he scored two touchdowns yeah. on Sunday. So, and I didn't realize they had Emmanuel Sanders and Jared Cook yeah. at tight end and Sanders at wide receiver. So I mean, the, the weapons are there. For, yeah, they're loaded. They're loaded. Uh, it's it's and, gonna be tough. And, and but every know, but every season we say this and they they fall short, right? I mean, they haven't gone to the Super Bowl since two thousand nine. They right? screwed over by the refs. True, true. <laughs> That's what every Saints fan would say, and I kind of agree. But, uh, no, you know, they, they, they seem to just hit a wall at some point in the playoffs. and Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, the, the playoffs has been, have, has been their kryptonite the last couple of years. I will say this. <clears throat> the, the other thing I really like about Sean Payton is Sean Payton does not take his foot off the gas right. at any point. They scored that touchdown to go up uh, 31-17, I think it was. So they're up two touchdowns, I want to say early fourth quarter. Uh, yeah, I think, I'm think i pretty sure it was Could in be. the fourth quarter. Early fourth quarter. They got, the Buccaneers got a penalty, so they were, uh, they were kicking, mm. you know, it was added on to the ensuing kickoff, so they're kicking from the 50. And instead of doing what every other NFL team does, it was like, oh, yeah, we're kicking off from the 50. We're going to put it through the back of the end zone and, and you know, let's go. He decided to kind of pooch kick it. Mm-hmm. Two Tampa Bay players collided. The ball ended up dropping to the ground, and the Saints recovered it. And they ended up scoring a field goal on that. But, again, that constant pressure yeah. that, you know, whether you're ahead or behind – you're gonna to have to play him for sixty minutes because he's not going to stop. Yeah. And I, I love that about Sean Payton, and I love that about that team. And there's a small part of me that is rooting for them this year because they have been kind of screwed in the playoffs a few times, and they have been good for a long time. 
and Drew Brees is one of the two good guys in the NFL, and he's been a hell of a player for a long time. Oh yeah, <clears throat> and that's, you know I I think that's why from I a said, distance looks like a collision course. They're on a collision course with with the Chiefs. Yeah, that's why I said in the in our preview show that I think this is still the Saints division. You know, on paper the Bucks obviously look better, right? A lot better, but it 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 sometimes it doesn't always translate on the field. You know what I mean? And so when you have and in in that case that you just brought up, where you know he decided to pooch kick, he knows. And now he would have done that probably against if it was against the Browns. But he knows if Tom Brady has a chance, you know they yeah. they could come back. So I think just naturally how he keeps his foot on the gas will you know will pay off at the end for you know when they battle for the division yeah so well, man i think we have touched uh just about it the seahawks look great the falcons look terrible dan quinn still has a job what the fuck <laughs> he should be fired uh, today no right after this show no you think he gets fired this year uh, no, mean, you, thought he's, he, you thought he got fired like two years, two years ago. ago. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. He should have gotten fired after it was twenty-eight-three in the Super Bowl. Um, I, I hope he gets fired. I, I don't care. Yeah, I mean, at this point, it's whatever. The Seahawks <clears throat> looked really good. Uh, you know, that's, there's another team that I like out west. Well, yeah, in I mean, the NFC, I know. should say. Again, when look, when you you know teams like Pittsburgh. Patriots, uh, New Orleans, uh, the Packers, these teams are, the Seahawks, these teams are always going to be in it because there's just one common denominator, you know, and in football, if you don't have a quarterback that can lead, then, you know, and obviously all those teams haven't won, you know, obviously the Patriots have won the most Super Bowls, right, but all those teams that I just mentioned have won Super Bowls with with the quarterbacks. You well, know, they, they all have a great quarterback yeah, and, well, and a great leader, but they also have good coaching. I mean, it, it's just you know, if you think about those teams, Mike Tomlin doesn't get the respect he deserves. I think, uh, but I think he's a hell of a coach. Obviously, Bill Belichick, Sean Payton. Um, you know, the Packers had Mike McCarthy for a long time, who I think is a good coach. Now they've got Lafleur, who. You know, we obviously he's a work in progress. We don't know exactly what he is just yet. He's in his right. second season. Um, Pete Carroll with the Seahawks. Pete Carroll, who's been doing it forever. That's got to be the youngest looking eighty year old man I've no ever shit. seen. I mean, that guy. That guy looks he like have, he. That guy looks like he could still run out there, right? He don't have a wrinkle. Well, he got some wrinkles. Well, not on his face. But he's maybe I mean, he's got him on his ass or his balls, but I'm, not his I'm face. Not his, his face is pretty balls. fucking clean. He, I mean, he looks great. Yeah, yeah, and, no, he and he's old. Yeah, he's. I mean, I was joking. I said eighty, but I, I think he's seventy. He, I mean, he's got to be sixty-five at least. I think he's over seventy. You think he's over seventy? Yeah, let me look it up. Hold on. Shit. Yeah, he's got to be. I I say he's like sixty-four. I think he's seventy. Sixty-four. 69. Damn. In fact, he just turned 69 today. Wow. Happy well, birthday, Pete Carroll. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah. Happy birthday. Happy 69th birthday to Pete Carroll. Damn. Wow. 
Yeah, he looks pretty good, man. I mean, he looks great. I'm jealous. Mm-hmm. You got any other NFL stuff you want to talk about? Um, I think we hit on everything, no? Just about. I think we hit on everything. I mean, everything. we didn't talk much about the Jets, but then again, there's not much to talk about. Yeah, the Jets, you know. <laughs> I, think the, I think the poor Jets are going to be the joke this year. Joe Burrow looked pretty good. Yeah, looked decent. Not bad. I mean, for a first game, I mean... First game, number one pick, all the pressure. They, you know, they hand him the, the keys to the car. Actually, he rallied them back, right? Yeah, they Towards were the they end. were down quite a bit. Not quite and a bit, actually, just... through the what would have been the game winning touchdown if it wasn't for AJ Green pushing off, that was an offensive yeah. pass interference. I think you know the Chargers won with Tyrod Taylor at quarterback. I, I think he, he he went 16 of 30 for 208 yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions. It's not a bad line. No interceptions is great. 16 of 30. Yeah, but you're not barely turning, 50%. No, no, I understand, but you're not turning the ball over. At least he's usually not usually when you're 16 for 30, there's probably an interception there. Yeah. 16 for 30 with no interceptions. At mm. least you're not turning the ball over and you're making your punter work a lot. That's right. Which is, you know, better than turning the ball over. True. Joe Burrow was 23 of 36, 193 yards, one interception. See? Not bad. You know, his completion percentage is over 60. That's good. Um, Not a whole lot of yards. You know, I'm sure they're still working out the playbook for him. Because it's, you know, they've probably simplified the playbook a little bit for him. And... You know, he's gonna have to. I think I think the Bengals that. will be in good hands uh, because I mean their coach was uh, wasn't he the Texas Tech coach? Like this fucking high. No, that's the Arizona coach, Kyle Kingsbury. Oh, okay. Kingsbury. Kingsbury. Is yeah. that who you're thinking of? Yeah, Zach Taylor. Where the <clears throat> fuck did he come from? Do you remember? I don't know. No. No. Right, I don't well, know that guy. I don't know that guy either. We have a game seven in the NBA playoffs. I didn't think this was going to happen. Me neither. Like, I thought Denver was going to, you know, peacefully go away in five games. They don't die. They don't believe in death. <laughs> they don't believe in death. They no. don't die, bro. No. They they continue to fight. I, you know, I, I really thought... I, I really thought that they were just going to peacefully go away in five games. You know, the, the Clippers are, I think, one of the... The better basketball teams. But, you know, Murray and Jokic are just, I mean, just balling those yeah. two. Is Jokic the best center in the NBA? Is he a center or is he like a forward? What is he? He's a point forward center. <laughs> Shooting guard. No, he's a point. He's a point <laughs> forward center. Point guard? Not exactly a point guard. But he's Not a exactly point, a forward. Right, but that's why he's a point forward. Is he is he the best center? Yeah, I can't. I mean, he kind of does it all, bro. I mean, in terms of true center, no, right? Joel Embiid is better in terms of being a pure center. Oh, that's a tough one. Being a pure center, I think he is. I, as much as I hate the fucking seventy sixers, I think Joel Embiid can be. The best center in the NBA, but the fact that he doesn't stay healthy for a long time 
I, I can't I can't pick him. Right, but but in terms of being a center, I think he's a better center than Jokic. But sen- but I, I, think, I, I, think, I understand I think, what you're saying. I think Jokic is a better player, but I think Embiid is a better center. Okay, so then Jokic is better than Embiid. But not if, as if, a center. He's but, not the best center. Right, then that's what makes him better because he can do so many other things. Right, but 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 when you're on the court, right, he he plays whatever he plays, right? 35 minutes. He plays 35 minutes. Whether he plays them at Joel Embiid plays 35 minutes and and Jokic plays 35 minutes. Embiid plays 35 minutes at center. Jokic plays 20 at center and then 10 at forward and 5 at point. And so overall, yeah, he's a better player. But in terms of being a center, I think Embiid is better. I don't know if that makes sense. It, it does, but I, I disagree a little bit because Embiid's out there taking fucking three-pointers and hitting top-of-the-key shots. So, like, that's not really what... I think the, the your traditional center in the NBA is completely gone. Like, I don't think it exists anymore, the position. You know Wait, what I mean? Like, there's Anthony Davis the center? Yeah, but he likes to play forward. <laughs> Seriously, he likes to right, play right. forward. But but again, that's what I'm saying. Like he should be playing center. Right. Okay. Uh, and right? I agree with you. But as a center, he's also better than Jokic. I don't know. It you the, the it, center it, position the center position has become such a hybrid it has, now that it has, it's very yeah. hard to it's I, very hard to say he's better yeah. or not. Yeah. I mean, I, I I give the edge to Jokic just because I think he. Brings a little more. I, he, I think he can run the floor a little better, and he also has, he has also a point guard he can rely on more, right? Like yeah. Ben Simmons is a, Ben Simmons is good, but you he can't, can't rely on him. Can't fucking shoot, right? right. So he, it's he like, doesn't. He doesn't. He's a little he one dimensional. You know what I mean? He doesn't help you create space right in the lane or around the lane for yeah. you to do what you have to do. Yeah, yo, which I, is a problem. Yeah, absolutely. I. Who wins tonight? Because the Clippers have proven that they can get up by 20 points. And, and they've also... It. Blow, <laughs> twice. <laughs> this this is this would be a hard game to bet. I wouldn't know which way to bet Oh, it. I think it's easy. You bet the Clippers all day long. Money line. Yeah, because... Because I, I think they win. Well, in, in a game seven, I don't even look at the spread. If, if I was betting, I wouldn't even look at the spread on a game seven yeah. because game sevens are kind of wonky yeah. that way. Um, but as far as winning, look, I don't, I don't, I just can't imagine Kawhi Leonard, uh, is gonna, is gonna let another one slip away. I'll say this. I think they're going to win this. Uh, I think the Nuggets won the second game or did the Nuggets win the first game of that second series? Game, I think. They smothered the fuck out of Kawhi Leonard. I was really impressed with how Denver defended him in that second game. If they, if they. If they, they got to do that again and and make Paul George beat you, right? Paul George is kind of playing better, but I feel like he's not all the way there yet. Right. I make make his that. ass beat you. I think even if they try to smother yeah. Kawhi Leonard, the cream rises to the top. And in big games, Kawhi Leonard will will come through. Yeah, That's I don't know, That's just my man. gut feeling. I don't know. That's uh, I just I hope we get a good game seven. Um, I I think we will. Game sevens so. are always great. I love game seven. Not always. Sometimes sometimes yeah. they're like I think the home team wins here. 
Denver's the, I mean, uh, the Clippers are the home team. Yeah, but there's no real home. Well, they're wearing their fucking home jerseys. Yeah. They're the home team. They're home, on the bottom. Home, uh, now in, in the age of bubbles <laughs> and, and limited spectators, home field advantage is worthless. The only place, yeah, yeah, the yeah. only place that home, <clears throat> the only place that home has an advantage is in hockey, because mm-hmm. you get last change and the faceoff works in your favor a little bit. But in basketball and football, it's just not, 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 not a big deal at this point. But yeah, I, I agree with you. I think the Clippers win tonight. Uh, and I, if I'm not mistaken. The Heat and Celtics series starts tonight as tonight, well. Yes. I'm really looking forward to this series. You got Jimmy Buckets on one side, Jason Tatum, <clears throat> and that young... We, we keep calling them young, but they they're, they look like they've pretty much come of age, that Celtics team. I'm looking forward to it. I, they are they, they are good, and, and I'm looking forward to this matchup. I think it's going to be very, very interesting all the way around. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it too, but I got a feeling we're going to be let down. I think the fucking Celtics are going to put the clamps on the uh on the heat. Really? Yeah, I think so. I think you know, that's also a young team, you know, that yeah. hasn't really played together. Jimmy Buckets is going to get buckets, but then you know, these other guys around him are are still pretty young, you know, and I don't know, man. I I think the fucking Celtics are going to Put the clamps on. on if, the if I had to bet on it, I would I would pick the Celtics to win this series, but I don't think it's going to be easy no. by any stretch of the imagination. To me, this has seven games written all over it, um, and I'm looking forward to it because this feels like one of those series where even if even if the Celtics or the Heat win 4-0, every single game is going to come down in the last three minutes, and it's going to be. A nail biter at the end, yeah. and one team may, you know, do better at crunch time four times in a row and win. Not likely, but it could happen. Right. But I think it, the, all of the games will be that way, and that's what makes me think that we're going to see a seven-game series. And I am very much looking forward to it. I, I, I'm really enjoying watching the Celtics play. Uh, it's a dynamic team. They're they're, oh, yeah. a, they're a very dynamic team, and defensively. They're better than I thought they would be. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you know, Jalen Brown is really turning into an excellent defender. Like, a I mean, he's beast. Yeah, yeah he's he's really good. Um, yeah, I, I I think the Celtics take care of the take care of the Heat. So, looking forward to that. It's gonna be a lot of fun. It's um, be a lot of fun. So yeah, so whoever wins that goes to the finals, right? Yep. Okay. The Lakers are waiting for the winner of uh, of the Clippers Nuggets series. Go ahead, say your piece. What? Oh well, I got Clippers fucking Celtics all day. That's, no, no, that's no, no. About the Lakers and how they beat the Rockets and the Rockets are trash. <laughs> James Harden sucks and. Well, yeah. just, Ed just said it for me. Say Mike D'Antoni is not a championship yeah, winning head coach. Go, go ahead and do all the Rockets bashing that you like to do. I don't have to. If there's one thing I, don't have to, because one thing I can count on any day of the week and twice on Sunday is you bashing the Rockets. Yes, check. Uh, bashing Manfred in baseball. Check. Uh, bashing, I can't think of. 
See, I don't do that you know, much you bashing. Know, I don't. I can't think of you doing any particular bashing in football. No. In baseball, it's always Manfred. In basketball, it's always Harden and the Rockets. That's right. And I guess you don't you don't watch hockey or soccer. Or but I else. think so. You don't even bash death in the Tour de France. That's right. <laughs> but I think uh, I think all those are rightfully deserved. I mean. I mean, when we when we look at Manfred and what he's done with baseball, I mean, you know, Again, and then are, and then Harden, now and then that's ha- an opinion, and then Harden, what he's done, you know, or what he hasn't done, and D'Antoni and the Rockets, they've, you know, so I think they're they're uh, they're well deserved at this point. You know what I mean? So that's all. I mean, I'm just speaking facts, bro. Those are facts. Follow me on Twitter at Brooklyn Gaucho One for all my facts, for all my facts on Harden and all the bullshit that you guys want to fucking talk to me about. That Harden is some great NBA player. He's a great scorer, but that's about it. He's not gonna win you a championship. Kobe Bean Bryant already said that. By the way, how cool would it be if the Celtics play the Lakers in the NBA Finals? The Celtics were supposed to. Draft Kobe Bryant. They brought him in for a fucking workout, draft mm-hmm. workout, yeah. and he's like, he 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 didn't, um, you know, he couldn't see him himself in a Celtics uniform, right? Obviously, he gets well. He got drafted by the Hornets, right, and then traded to the Lakers, right. and in a year where he passes away, and you know, this unusual, you know, circumstance of that would be kind of fucking. Crazy, like 2009 all over again. I don't know that the Lakers will make the finals. I'll say this, man. I, Against the, either either one, <clears throat> either one, either the the Clippers or the Nuggets, I think give them. <clears throat> ooh, that's a tough series. It is, but either <clears throat> way, they're shooting the ball a lot better. Which going into a series against either of those two teams is very good for them because they were shooting the ball very poor, and then. You fucking got LeBron, the greatest, you know, player right now on the basketball court right now. Anthony Davis, the oh, best great basketball player. The best center forward, whatever he is. Right. Uh, you know, that sometimes that's all you need right there for everybody else to pick it up. And you got fucking Rondo who shows up Playoff every, Rondo. Every once in a while he's you know Yeah. The the only the only downside to them dispatching of the Rockets as quickly as they did, and this series going seven games is the shooting mm. can get cold when you yeah, have this much time off, and and they they need they need <clears> the outside shooting to come through, or they're gonna struggle. I think it will. Danny Green is too good of a three point shooter to be bad for a whole all of the playoffs. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. I think I think they'll be all right. I look. I got the Clippers, but I, I think the Lakers. I think the Lakers take out either one. I think the Lakers. Yeah, I just want to see Lakers Clippers at this point. That's all I want to see. The Battle of L.A. in Florida. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All righty, all righty, folks. Well, I think we've come to the end of another wonderful episode of the Positive Sports Podcast. As always, if you want to reach out to us, you can email the show, positivesports10 at gmail.com, positivesports10 at gmail.com. If you want to get a hold of me, you can do so on Twitter, at emontana21. Alex already told you you can get a hold of him and his hardline facts at brooklyngaucho1 
on Twitter as well. Any parting shots? Uh, no, I'm about to go take a few shots. That's about it, though. Isn't it kind of early for shots? No. It's never too early for shots. Never. Never. I'm going to take shots until there's death. <laughs> <laughs> we can call this the death episode, but death the, is kind of depressing. Yeah, no, nah, we don't want to do that. <laughs> you have to clip that, though, so I can put that out there. Uh, in spite of death, folks, <laughs> ignore the negativity. Be the positivity. Peace.